been about two years now since we crash landed in Japan. Uh, Ash Miley and I, uh, and we made it out all right. And the inhabitants are kind enough. We've grown to like our time here, and day after day we're growing closer with, uh, with these with these humans, which is fine and all, but they started telling us stories that are chilling us to the bone. Really odd ones, and I mean, repairs, they've taken a lot longer than anticipated, and after hearing the rumors about this place, Nihon, well, our, our ship can't be fixed soon enough. We hope to warn you of these haunts, but once our ship is fully operational, Crop circles, it's, we're, we're going to abduct urban legends of Japan. What's up, guys? My name is Jake. No, it's not. <laughs> the dog? No. I'm Finn the is... Human, and no, you're listening to Adventure Time. Adventure Time. time. <laughs> <laughs> but my name is Ash, and... I'm Corey. That's Corey. Yeah, I'm Corey, not Jake or Finn. Just Corey. Just Corey. Just yeah. <laughs> First name Corey, last name Ander. No, Ander. I don't even like cilantro. Why is why is that a thing? I sometimes will call him Coriander just because it's ironic, and I feel like it's just the full version of your name. Like Corey is short for Corey. It's a good. It's a. I like the sound of it, but it, it represents something that tastes like soap. He has the soap sheen, I unfortunately. This, it's the worst. A moment of silence. I can't enjoy tacos the same as everyone else. Mexican food is ruined. Anyways, where did this go? <laughs> this is Crop Circles, the podcast where we talk about myths, mysteries, and the paranormal, and apparently literally everything else. Yes. <laughs> literally. And you know what? This week, if you weren't able to get it from our intro, we are deep diving into Japanese urban legends. Can I get an air horn noise? Thank you. Got it. We don't have the budget for a soundboard yet, so we're just going to have to deal with Corey making the sounds with his mouth. Blowing air on my mouth, because if it comes out of any other hole, we're in danger. Oh, no. And I would know <laughs> firsthand. Ka-chow. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, God. We're in for it today. We were like, we're going to have to move quickly. we got a lot of information to get through, and here we are talking about farts and avocados. Anyways. <laughs> they go hand in hand. What do you identify as today, Ash? Well, my identification today is probably the feeling that you get when you roll your ankle just walking out of the bathroom on accident, because that's kind of what happened to me, but you know. Like solely just just out of the bathroom, or just when you roll your ankle in general? No, just out of the bathroom, because you know it's something stupid that could have been avoided, and it's just like the universe cursing you. Mm. Like, I feel like when you roll your ankle doing something cool, like sports or something, it's yeah. like, oh wow, you're just so into it, and I'm over here just like <laughs> fighting. Getting her out of nowhere. You mean like these bathrooms specifically? Yeah. The ones here at E Village, they like there's like a lip, like a lip. maybe a two inch lip up before you step out, and then like a foot drop to like the yeah, normal there's like floor. A stair. <laughs> so it's it's real weird, not constructed well at all. So like I understand, like I've stubbed my toe one too many times going in and out. Yeah, more dangerous going in because the toilet's there and you just face right. plant. Yeah, no. So I had already like injured myself a little bit like twisted my ankle and then i walked into the bathroom i think the day after and i just like my ankle folded like a party chair and i just Damn. yeah Damn. so now i'm wearing this sick brace so you know that's cute cool. what are you identifying <laughs> as today um i think now that you mentioned it uh like i'm somewhere in between seasoned and unseasoned seasoned and unseasoned. not seasoned like enough <laughs> not seasoned enough you're feeling like a medium seasoned taco where you like you wish you had salt or like something, but it's just not there. It's but just it's just okay. salt. It's just, it's just salt. salt. 
no seafood. So someone's like, that's white. And they're like, no, there's salt in there. They're like, mm, okay. Okay. That'll make it brown. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. You're beige. You're feeling what? beige. Um, that's, it's it's uh, the representation of my Puerto Rican, I think. Puerto Rican, yeah. Yeah. It's not easy feeling beige. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm literally the peach crayon. Oh my God. Yeah, that's true. Just not Congrats. the white one. Yeah, yeah, not the white. That one's like super useless. It never shows up on the. <laughs> <laughs> Miley's just said that she was the white crayon. I'm so sorry. I mean, at least you like got used because growing up, I was like peach or like the straight up brown one, <laughs> and I was like, hmm. both together. Yeah. Well, why not both? Yeah. It's, like the, it's like the taco yeah, shell. No, no, it was. Yeah, but so like, you know that's Wait, who good. used the white crayon though? We were always drawn on white black paper. paper. Wait, who, who has black paper? Sometimes when you came up, you came up. Sometimes. <laughs> when you had like the pack of like construction paper, when you had like all of them and you found the one black piece of paper and you were like, like now I can use my white crayon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wait, actually I have a story. I know that we have a lot to get to. But wait, one time I remember this vividly only because I found the paper later, like in life. But I one time <laughs> was trying to draw like a sp- a field of snow <laughs> as a kid mm. and i drew what i thought was great because i could feel like the wax on the paper yeah, 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 and i was yeah, like yeah. okay like i'm drawing some hills and i drew like a little snowman and then on the snowman i drew like a little red scarf and like a nose and like the dots and stuff amazing and so the paper when you see it is just like <laughs> the shell of a snowman with no body and nothing else around it and it's just like in the corner and i like looked at it once like going through like old papers and i was like what is this and then i felt the paper and i was like oh oh there's supposed to be snow did you touch it you touch yeah, it? you well, felt I the paper and, and then like, you got the memory back yeah from touching the yeah piece of i was paper. like oh right right so now there's just this random drawing that i remember from childhood of having just a boneless snowman it's cursed yeah truly a cursed image cursed image <laughs> you know that, that explains who i am you know you gotta put it on your fridge and then people are like oh you drew this your kid you're like yes yeah. <laughs> yes my imaginary children which speaking of imaginary children let's get down to the topic of the week what a segue oh my god wow that was actually great <laughs> anyways <laughs> we are talking about japanese urban legends like i said before mm-hmm and the first one we're talking about today is Hanako-san. Ooh, yeah, we're going to cover quite a few. I don't remember the amount, but mm-hmm. we're going to cover a few. Yeah. We're going to get down to it, get down to the details, and just learn about them, learn yeah. with you. A lot of them are kind of scary, because now that we live in Japan, I'm, like, looking over my shoulder, like, don't yeah. get me. Truthfully scared to, like, walk around the streets <laughs> and, like... There's a lot of alleyways in... Uh, oh, like, my God, right? <laughs> like, Kamakura, and they just... Uh, uh, was it... Asasaka, Akamegro, like all of these people, they have, like they've got so many like little yeah. There's like, a lot of like spooky hallways mm-hmm. and stuff that you have to end up walking down. And like crime isn't very high, like violent crime isn't super high in Japan. No. But still, like I feel like Japanese spirits and like ghost stories like hit different. Like yeah. you hear them and they're so wild. I've so. got to be honest though, they're pretty silly. Some of them are pretty. Some like, of them are kind of. They can yeah. get pretty silly. They can get kind of like you're like mm, with, with today's logic, mm-hmm. you're just like ha, no, yeah, no way, yeah, but. Two things I've noticed are pretty pretty common on a lot of the Japanese urban legends that we've come across is one, they all deal with a choice. Most of them deal with a right. choice. There's always a question you have to answer. And a second one, a lot of them happen in bathrooms. 
Right. Why are they you're always not, in the toilet? You're never safe. You're Why? not safe. It's when you're most vulnerable. It's when yeah. your pants are around your ankles and you're sitting there just thinking, leaving those like red marks on your knees because you're on your phone too long. Oh my God. Isn't that literally what they said in Zombieland though? They're going to get you when you're, when you're vulnerable yeah, in the what, bathroom. It's like what, rule number three? Like, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't go into the bathroom mm-hmm. unprepared. Just don't do it. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but the bathroom great. is also a place where Hanako-san lur- lurks. Yes. Our very first abductee of the week mm-hmm. so tell now, me hanukkah-san she's probably one of the more popular ones she's one i knew i think prior to coming to japan um but she's a young girl who haunts japanese school bathrooms uh specifically which is weird the third floor bathroom and specifically the third stall in that bathroom i'm assuming mm-hmm. the third stall from the door right it's like you walk in yeah. one two three boom and specifically the girl's bathroom one two three ghost <laughs> so it's like, I've, it can be any Japanese school bathroom, third floor, third stall. But apparently one of the versions is a, a Hanako-san was a girl that was going to school back uh, mm-hmm. around the uh, World War II era. Mm-hmm. And a bomb fell and blew up and killed her. Um, I'm assuming many other people as well, but Hanako was doing the business when it happened and has remained yeah. in that third floor, third stall bathroom ever since that's so embarrassing isn't that bad i mean that's probably why she's so angry is like dang they got her when she was fully down yeah like you were dropping your dookie and then someone dropped their bigger dookie (laughs) and then like there you go right exactly so they were just (laughs) (laughs) right Mm -hmm. another another story is that she uh, committed suicide inside or that she was uh, murdered by a parent or a stranger in the bathroom Mm -hmm. um which would be awful i mean right that's not better. No, I mean, I, I know our parents like kind of sign like waivers and stuff to come into the school just mm-hmm. to say what's up. Like, right. how are you? Like, you did it just to come inside the door? You got to get like all this, yeah, yeah, like check all paperwork filled out and everything. Now, uh, back then they didn't have any of that, so you just like stroll up, be like, hey, here's your lunch or like whatever. Like, hey, I want you to pet your dog real quick and then like leave. Who knows? They got their dogs yeah. everywhere with them here in Japan. They just kind of have them in like little doggy houses that they carry around with them. Yeah, but regardless. She's mm. trapped. Her soul is trapped. Yeah, she's stuck in the bathroom, y'all. And she's got this bobbed haircut, and she's always wearing, like, this red skirt or dress. I mean, it can vary uh, from, like, different versions and stuff. But Right. It's, like, because all of them have, like, those, like, either red or navy, like, school uniform situations. Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those generic Japanese school uniform situations. Yeah, I'm sure y'all watch your anime where they're all, like, you see, like, the skirts, and, and like, they have, like, that weird, like, tie thing around their neck. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen, like, Inuyasha, mm-hmm. Kagome wears one? Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that type. That's yeah, what yeah, she's yeah, yeah. described to be wearing. Um, but she's basically our version, like, the Japanese version of Bloody Mary. So, like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's not so much you call out her name, like, three times or whatever and spin around in the dark. Is that what it is? You look in the mirror? Is that what, like, Bloody yeah. Mary is? Uh, but she, for Hanako-san specifically, if you'd like to summon her, if you'd like to go see her, no, no not that I would know why you want to do I'm that. I'm not trying to do that. No, she, thank you. No, ma'am, Pam. <laughs> um, you would go to this third floor bathroom in a school somewhere. Are we not on the third floor of our building right now? Riddle me this. Are we in a school? No, but I'm just saying. We are in the fourth the third... room though, so oh. it'd be next door that would have Hanako-san if she, she'd be living there. That's that's where she lives. Too and close for comfort. Her day job is going to the bathroom in schools and haunting them there. That's my assumption. Right, but you know, gotta be safe. Um, but if you want to summon her, all you have to do is you gotta go up to that third stall in the third bathroom, third floor story bathroom, whatever you know the words I'm trying to say. Yeah. Go to that the and three then by you, three. You call out Hanako-san. Are you there? Normally in Japanese, because mm-hmm. 
she was Japanese when she died. So she probably wouldn't understand English. She could. Who knows? Yeah. Are ghosts like are they bilingual? translingual? Yeah. Like, translingual. like if they're transcendent of like our plane, are they translingual too? Like they could just like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to find out though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to find out though. Oh, uh, so what you <laughs> the ghost is like, you like say her name and she's like, Nani. And you're like, I just asked if you were there. And she's like, what? In her language. And yeah, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. And you're just standing there screaming. I don't understand. She's like, I can't kill you unless you say it in Japanese. And you're like, huh? What? Are you? No. So, so you're not there. And she's like, what? Maybe it's like how it works at work where we, uh, where we get like Hanako-san and they're like, what? And you're like, oh. Hanako-san. And they're like, oh, that's what you said. And they're like, oh, right, right, right. yeah. Like, you just got to throw an accent on there. And yeah. it's, whether, no matter how bad, and they don't take offense to it, they're just like, oh, now we understand you. Right. It's Very, really, really interesting. But I would assume. You call out Hanako-san, you're like, yo, what's up? Are you yeah. there? Knocking on the door. And she's like, yeah, tis me. And then normally you can hi- like you can hear her crying on the other side, and you'll get like the door flinging open. And one of three things will happen, which... None of them have any sort of relation to each other that I've ever literally <laughs> made sense of. It's um, just one of the three versions of the urban legend. <laughs> truth. So number one, a three-headed lizard jumps out and eats you. Hot. That's not Hanako-san. That's a lizard. That's a reptile who put that in the toilet. Yeah, no. Mrs. Kipling, are you okay? <laughs> uh, Hanako-san uh, is either crying. Uh, sorry, the second version is that she's crying and... She then grabs you, drags you into the toilet, which turns into a portal to hell. Great. Awesome. So she's buddy-buddy with Satan being like, oh, what's up? Direct line. Look who I got from the toilet. <laughs> you arrive down in hell and they're like, incoming. Incoming. <laughs> oh, another dookie. Everyone pulls out their umbrellas. And you, hit, you, you start bouncing down. from the third floor bathroom, third stall, this shithead, burr, 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 insert your name here. It's Shafid. Yeah. And then Satan and them are just like, tss, 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 tss. one, two, three, toilet. I don't know. <laughs> and then that's how you get there. And Hanako-san's in like, yo, what's up? She's like giving them high fives and she's like, just, she got, it's her, it's her it's club, you know? It's a VIP entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, neither do I. Okay. Uh, and the last one is that Hanukkah-san will just cut you up and kill you. That's, like, she'll just leave your dead body there. Which is actually weird because there's a real-life account of this ghost kind of existing. Oh, wow. Um, oh, no. There's a story where a little girl went into the bathroom and heard Hanukkah-san. Like, was like, hey, are you there? And she's like, yes. And she was able to dip out of the bathroom fast enough to be mm-hmm. like, yo, there's someone else in there. She answered to this do something about it and yeah, the teachers were like caught. you know what we need the police oh no they're like ghosts police police because <laughs> that's who you call right we all know who you call Ghostbusters. thank you yeah um not so the police doesn't sound the same they call the police they get the officers in and then there's a they're like well it's a girl's bathroom we can't just send anybody in there so they get a female officer they send her mm-hmm. in the officer goes right because in this time of need they're like you know what it's a gendered bathroom though <laughs> priorities yeah absolutely they're like that psh, we can't send a guy in there it's, what if there's somebody else in there what but, if they're you know the lack of urinals is just very terrifying because what if you had to be during the middle of it can't truth. be in a toilet apparently but also like think about this all the toilets in there are like squat toilets they're all like eastern toilets sure? yeah they're all it's world war ii maybe i don't we'll have to <laughs> i don't think they had western toilets look until into the, uh, the history of the norm like the normal western toilet so then the female officer goes into the bathroom 
and goes, Yo, hi, you here? Mm-hmm. And everyone else outside the bathroom hears screams in terror. They bust it open, and she's, like, ripped to shreds dead on the ground. That's wild. So this police officer, who I'm assuming was armed, was just killed by Hanako-san, quote-unquote. And uh, from that point on... Well, we don't know. Maybe Because, you know, the police here don't be that armed, depending on, like, what... They got two. Hands? Arms. Oh. Right. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe like, i guess i can't assume they could be an amputee yeah exactly you don't know they're, from World War one. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like yes it's World War two times now yes i only have one arm one arm but i'm still armed. i'm still armed it counts <laughs> yeah yeah no probably but, um, but yeah the... that's that's basically the gist of hanukkah san she lives today it's kind of like a, a little folk tale that they're a little spoopy story that kids will share to each other to kind of scare each other just like bloody mary is to us you know it's just like a little thing to I don't know, maybe not to take too long in the bathroom and yeah. lurk around. Or like, no one goes, like, we, we had a stall at, like, in choir camp where, like, okay. you would never go to that stall because that was, like, the gross one where all the dudes went to do their thing in that stall. So, mm-hmm. like, if you were, like, seen coming out of that stall. Oh, they know that you just. You just schmeet your meat inside yeah, and right, right. You, you're like, oh, that, he, he just made ground beef. Made ground beef. Mm-hmm. So no and buddy. But you know, mm. <laughs> right, pluck, pluck the cherries. Pluck the cherries. Yeah, yeah. Chewed and booted. But you'd always go like next to it, and then you'd like sky poop, and then that's where like Hanako-san probably didn't like. Right, exactly. I like how she, she knows what sky pooping is. She's a real one. <laughs> she giggles as she I, giggles and poop. <laughs> <laughs> giggles and poop. Don't say that. That's horrible. But yes. Yeah, anyway, she's just like Bloody Mary-esque yeah. character. I feel like the kids Easy. at school will probably play that, and then, like, someone ends up getting locked in the bathroom, probably, like, the person who didn't run away the fastest, and it would Truth. probably be someone like me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so in pop culture, though, you know, obviously this kind of stuff pops off. Like, the kids want to know. The kids want to see it. And she's appeared in films and manga and anime and video games, and she made her first cinematic appearance in the 1995 film Toire no Hanako-san. Which just means, like, Hanako-san at the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's... I mean, that. there we go. Yeah. What a, what a great title. It's just about her. That's yeah, it. and it was directed by Joji Matsuoka, which I'm sure we will come back to in a little bit. He is a famous horror director here in mm-hmm. Japan. And uh, in this movie, he actually um, depicts her as a girl who committed suicide. And okay. then haunts the toilet of the school, which is a little bit different than, like, the more widely accepted version. But, I mean, I feel like for horror, they're always, like, looking for the pain and the trauma of suicide stories. Yeah. At least especially here in Japan, it's more, like, of a trope, I guess. It makes sense for, like, making it a malevolent spirit. Right. It's more, like, in pain, quote-unquote. And not to, like, discount the actual issue in Japan with suicide in school-aged mm. children. But it's a definitely a common thing that is seen a lot more in horror. It was also in another film three years later, 1998, Shinse Toire no Hanako-san, which is almost the exact same title. And she is portrayed as a vengeful ghost who just haunts the middle school that she attended before she died. And this one's not a suicide. I believe that that one was a murder. Oh, okay. In the 1998 film. Makes sense. Yeah. So it's a little bit, a little bit of a change. And then the... 1995 film name was reiterated in 2013 but instead of well i mean it is still a suicide but they kind of use like a bullying framing 
in okay. this one. Mm-hmm. Twenty thirteen, you know, we're kind of talking about bullying and like mental health. So there's been like now. three films. Yeah, like just Maybe. about her. Just about her. Just, just so like, if you guys have either watched this film or, or any of these films or plan to, let us know. Let's, let us know where we can find it because we'd love yeah. to have to watch them. See if they're translated in English for us to understand. I think there are at least the twenty thirteen one is subbed. Let's go. From my yeah to my understanding. Um, and then there's a manga series, um, but in the manga, the character is depicted as Hanako-kun, which is a boy. So it's a little boy instead of a little girl. Interesting. Yeah, which is kind of wild. And in 2020, literally just last year, they turned it into an anime. <gasps> Yo! So all you weebs out there, I know you're listening. I'm going to see if I can find it on Funimation or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's an anime. Yeah. So that's cute or whatever. And then... She also appears in the anime and video game franchise Yokai Watch, no but way. you know Yokai Watch? Yeah. Right. It's but, like the knockoff Pokemon. Right, right. It's like, it's, but it's, a, I mean, it has a different spin to it. It's I'm like, sure it does. I yeah. haven't really looked into it, but I know of it. Yeah, like you can play it on Switch, you can play it on Wii U. It, I mean, you can watch the series. 3DS, I think. 3DS. Yeah. You can watch the series on, I think, YouTube. So all of the episodes are uploaded nice. as well. Maybe yeah. Maybe you can do it. But it's like, yeah, like the kids will like go and like, Yokai means like, Ghost or spirit. It's a a ghost, yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of, like, different creatures that fall under the umbrella of yokai. So, like, in Mm -hmm. the anime, the kids, like, collect all their different little friends that are kind of, like, these creatures. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, obviously cute and stuff. And they will be able to call on them to use them in, like, battles or certain situations, just like in Pokemon. But what got me, though, what got me was that in the English dub, you want to know what they named her? What did they name her? Toiletta. Heck Yes. This is a reason why ghosts come back to haunt us, because we be doing some dumb shit like this. <laughs> and they're like, you know what would be a great name for a ghost who could probably, you know, kill me? I'm going to name her Toilet. <laughs> like, I'll make it cute, though. Toiletta. They said, oh, Toilet? That's that's too manly. Toiletta. Anyways, I thought that was <laughs> the worst. <laughs> like, they could have just kept, like, kept her name. Like, Hanako is not a difficult name to say. No, nah, like, that's true. But, to, like, to Americanize <laughs> things a lot of the time, they'll, they'll do stuff like that. Like, Pokemon does it for Ash. Oh, right. What's, what's his name? Satori? Satoshi. Satoshi? Satoshi, yeah. Satoshi, yeah. Like, his name is not the same. Most of, like, like Brock is not Brock. Misty, well, they not got, Misty. They got people out here named, like, Steve in Pokemon, and you're like, I know his name is not Steve. Well, I mean, they're a little more clever about that. They're like, what's he? He's a Rock-type gym leader? We're going to name him Brock. <laughs> We're going to put a B on the end. Of the beginning of that, and you know, that makes... Not Rock, Brock. Oh, he's an electric driver. What's his owner's name? Lieutenant. Electric. Electric. No, it's Lieutenant Surge. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> he's he's oh. in the army. Give him respect. Electric sounds cooler, but anyways. Electric <laughs> sounds like a drink. Yeah. Anyways, we've descended into madness. We're not also not recording on our normal day, and I feel like this is why we're going insane. It's hump day. It's hump day. We usually record on Tuesdays. Mm. Hashtag exposing ourselves. <gasps> Anyways. We're in the future. Do, do, do. That's what I thought the future would sound like, but then it just sounded like a knockoff Alexa. <laughs> uh, hey, Ashley. Do, do, do. Talk about Okiku the doll. That's your job, Oh, yeah, bitch. you're right. You're right, you're right. <laughs> you don't tell me to talk about the next topic. <laughs> okay, then I'll talk about it. Here, okay. let, me, let, me, let me tell you about. We're going to go from ha- Hanako-san, and we're going to go talk about another little girl, because a lot of times... These are little girls. These are like all like young children, females that are just haunting up everything. Why? Why are they all gotta be so scary? Because it's easy to blame a woman. 
Or, or bad things have happened to the woman, and she got yeah. a reason to be mad about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Period. Because, I mean, way, way back when, I would not want to live 300 years ago. But, yeah, okay, let, let's switch gears and talk mm-hmm. about this doll situation. No one likes a doll in horror movies. I don't know anybody who likes a doll. No, he, some I, weird, you've seen, like, Saw. There's Jigsaw. Jigsaw's Jigsaw. There's uh, Annabelle. Annabelle. We love Annabelle. There's the one, the other one. Chucky. Chucky. No, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking of one that um, the guy from Ghost Adventures has. Mm. Yeah, but I forgot his name. Never uh, I don't know that one. Yeah. But like, I, feel, I think everyone sees a doll, like, like a porcelain doll shop, and they're just like, they get a little bit of a shiver. Yeah. You know? And they've got a couple of them here. Like we went to the, was it? Oh, Not going to Broadway. There we go. Yeah. Wow, I said that in unison. That was, that was cute. Broadway. Um, Almost like Broadway. <laughs> hey, there you were saying. <laughs> Wait, what is that one from? What is that from? That's all. That's not the same one. That's like what? That's not Family Guy. That's oh, no. the, the other one with the alien in it. Does it make sense? Futurama? No, no, oh, no, no, no. I know the fat gray one. The yes. little stubby one. Why can't I remember it? Oh, I can't I know remember what you're talking it. About. No, what's it to kill me? Yeah, y'all yeah. know what it is. Just say like, it in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. American Anyways. Dad. That's what American it is. American Dad. <laughs> there you go. But I don't know why that came up when you said Broadway. <laughs> Broadway. It's probably because, uh, was it Seth MacFarlane belongs on a stage. He's, his voice is immaculate. Um, but anyway, okay, Koo, the doll. In 1918, a 17-year-old Aikichi Suzuki bought his two-year-old little sister, Okiku, or sometimes referred to as Kikuku. Kikuko. 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 Yeah. Um, he, gave, he gave her a doll. He's like, yeah, your little sis, I got you. I got you this. It's a present because I love you. And she's like, oh my God, big brother. I love this. This is my favorite doll in the whole world. And I'm going to take it with me everywhere. And she did not let go of that doll. She had it with her everywhere she went. And a little, let me give you the specs on this doll. About 40 centimeters tall. Yeah, dressed give us the in speed. Like, give us the agility. Yeah, the she, strength. Yeah, she, I actually do have some like... On some like a later topic, I actually have oh. the speed of, oh, wow. of it. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> but I don't got the speed of this one. I think zero miles per hour is zero. the speed on this one. Except, except for some some accounts said it did move um, in some other renditions in like yeah. pop culture. But it was 40 centimeters tall, dressed in a traditional kimono. The hair, uh, sorry, the doll was exquisite, but the hair was something that was really cool about this doll. It was raven black, and it was cut as most dolls at that time were in like this shoulder length Okapa hairstyle, which is basically like you mentioned it earlier, Rock Lee from Naruto. It, Very it's similar. Basically that. It's just that like that bobbed haircut mm. where it's just like not any longer than shoulder length. Just yeah. straight cut and then like right above the eyebrows, straight a cut bangs. It's just mm-hmm. It's very, very clean. It's something that we, we see a lot here just on, on people mm-hmm. in Japan yeah, anyway. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of women have, have that haircut. And basically what happened with Okiku, um, the girl, uh, she ended up either she named the doll or later on the doll was named Okiku. She ended up getting really sick. She got really, really sick. Some say it was yellow fever, and uh, back then it was pretty deadly for someone that that young and stuff. So she ended up passing away a year after she received the doll in 1919, and she was only three years old. So um, sad. And so the ba- uh, the the family like buried her, and there were some plans to, like kind of bury the doll with her, but they kept it as a keepsake, I think, um, because they wanted like something to rem- remember her by. Uh, and the doll, um, whether they named it after she died or whether she named it herself, Okiku was the name that stuck to this doll. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then they started to notice something pretty strange about this doll. After they had, like, kind of set it up and, like, put it in, like, a little, like, oh, here, here's here's Okiku's little spot, like, remembrance. The shrine. Shrine. Yeah. yeah. They do that a lot in Japanese households. They do, like, mm-hmm. um, shrine, like, Buddhist small shrines in households for people who have died in your family. It's very common. It's re- it's, it's, it's it's a really cute thing to, like, to kind of keep hold the memory of, uh, 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 of a past loved one. And uh, basically, they noticed that. Very slowly, the hair was growing on this doll, which is no. weird. Imagine that. I'm leaving. Like, you get your, like, your, your sister, like, a Barbie or something. You're like, hey, here you go. And they just go to a garage sale, grab one, and give it to her. And then, like, yeah. all of a sudden, like, it's Rapunzel. It's like, it turns into a Rapunzel right. Barbie. And you're like, how? Yeah. That I thing, like, like, had a bob. Like, some, like, two-year-old took scissors to it and, like, is all mm-hmm. jacked up. Now it's, like, super long in comparison. Like, that's a little weird. Yeah, I feel like I'd be going insane. Like, I'd be like, was that doll hair like that or was it not and i would just mm-hmm. do like a quick double take and be like mm, that's suspicious that's weird and so they suspected that because they noticed the hair grew maybe the girl's spirit was inside the doll she airdropped her spirit into the doll she's like just waiting for it to accept she's like <laughs> she's waiting just waiting turn your bluetooth on thank you Boop. Turn, open your phone okay it's now accept it cool passes away <laughs> yeah literally so no, no, thank you. <laughs> I would literally rather not have the airdropped soul of my three-year-old in this doll. I didn't know they but, had Bluetooth back then. You know, the Bluetooth souls, man. They were just pioneering the way. Why does that sound like a band? Bluetooth souls? Or like a, like a, like a genre. <laughs> Bluetooth souls. Mm. Yeah, Bluetooth soul music. Bust Woo, the it's sax. all the rage. The Japanese sax. Go down. <laughs> According to a couple websites, um, the family started to dream of Okiku and um, their daughter. And sometimes the doll would either appear by their side at the morning or like they would see lights flicking on and off. Or they would just hear random stuff in the house, like strange voices, things like that. (laughs) And it would kind of get a little bit more, what do you say, like recurring? Like it would recur... It happened more than once. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, this happened one time. It would time. start to get more intense yeah. as, like, Okiku's birthday and the day of her death came by, but they were never malicious. Like, it was just things that you're, like, kind of questioning, like, am I crazy or is that happening, you know? <laughs> the doll that I purchased that was not meant to move is moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's it's moving. Hello. Not okay. Yeah, so then they just kind of would get intense, but nothing, like, malicious would happen. It was just kind of those things that, like, made you question whether or not you were a little bit, you know losing it <laughs> so anyways a few years later in 1938 kikuko's father uh gave the doll to manenji temple to be looked after because him and the family had to move to the main island area of honshu for work so they are currently up in hokkaido which mm-hmm. is like the northernmost island and they came yeah. down to the main island um honshu area to come and like just live a more decent life yeah and he was really convinced the dad was that the doll's soul was only like attached or the girl's soul was only attached because of the proximity to her grave so he didn't want to sever that connection or like make her angry so he was like hey y'all keep this take care of it because i don't want to get mad (laughs) true they're just like take this and Luckily, at Meninji Temple, the priests were like, yes, thank you. Like, we'll take Mm -hmm. good care of it. Like, we understand. They explained, like, you know, the whole situation. And they were like, yeah, like, we feel like it'd be best to just keep, like, leave her here. Yeah, we'll keep watch on it. Yeah. You know? Right. And apparently, one of the priests had a dream that the spirit of the girl asked for him to cut her hair as it started to, like, slowly start to grow past the shoulder length that it normally once was Mm -hmm. in memory of her. 
So over time, her hair got longer all the way down to like the doll's feet. And the priest said, you know what? Like, I'm going to just give it a little snip snip, a little (laughs) trim, if you will. And he just went and did it because he was asked. And I would also do it if they asked me because I would be scared to make the ghost upset. I don't know. And even today, you can go to the temple in Hokkaido to see the doll yourself. But photography is not currently allowed. They just want her to like be in peace which is great you know yeah, like right. hey let's go let's go do it let's go oh see my god it. we can literally go i haven't been to hokkaido yet me neither and this winter i want to go skiing yeah and i'm going to nagano but like my other place i want to go is hokkaido so like yeah. if we go we're going to meneji temple yeah we gotta go see it a lot of these things i'm like ooh, do we go oh my god that's so scary i want to do it yeah so that's crazy but anyways other like little um stats and facts is that the hair clippings that were taken from the doll were like given to scientists and they were like oh yeah this is human hair why do you want to know and then the, the priests who took it were like oh no no reason just wanted to know what this was and they're like oh and they're like oh. i mean the, uh, my my only like thing that would kind of normalize this is that like now it's made of plastic it's made right, but like, like back then. Back then, like, where did they get the hair from? I know sometimes, like with like brushes and things like that, they'd use like mm-hmm. horse hair or they right. use like animal hair. But mm-hmm. also, I mean, like we have human hair wigs now. That's, right, I wouldn't put it past them to have used like human hair dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that'd be too odd, especially if you wanted it to look like as authentic and as real as possible. Right, if it's like a good doll. But the fact that it was growing still is still a problem. Yeah, no, that's that's an issue. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. But yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, okay, they took hair clippings, which like literally could have come from anywhere mm-hmm. to get like examined. Like that to me is a little sus because it's like, why don't you take the actual doll? Because it was yeah. always just like the, the bits of hair that they had quote unquote cut off. But that's a little sus. I don't know anyways it just it said also that like certain people have seen like the gums of the like the inside of the mouth not necessarily the gums because like i don't know yeah but they say that if they they peek in that they can see like baby teeth starting to grow in and stuff Mm -hmm. but it'll be like at different phases of growth depending on who sees it interesting which is kind of nasty but also that could be like a matter of angles and stuff i don't know yeah i guess you're right yeah yeah i mean i'm I'm wondering when was the last trim and like right i want to know like the growth pattern i mean like if i were me i would want 24 7 surveillance on this thing Mm -hmm. no one's allowed going in there and changing the wig like you know like keeping this thing up what i want to know like when the last cut was like because the photos of it that you do end up seeing like the hair is pretty long yeah so and it it looks kind of blonde to me doesn't it like the the tips of it well i think that like with normal human hair it gets lighter at the ends Hmm. yeah as like time goes on but yeah, it's definitely sus to me, like, yeah. that they have it in this temple and stuff. But, like, I don't know. We'll believe it when we see it. But I, mm-hmm. I don't want to try her, you know? Like, good f- if she's there, no offense. <laughs> she's not done anything mean. Right, yeah. But she's also not known for, um, like, evil or violent acts against anybody. It's one of the only, like, dolls that has been very chill and, like, has not done anything crazy. Probably because there's been so much respect to her. Yeah, that's you true. Like, probably because, like, like, parents were like, we saw you, we love you, but we gotta yeah. leave. But we're gonna leave you here so you're not separated. Yeah, they were very respectful. And we're gonna I leave think. you to this, te- like, temple. They're gonna feed mm-hmm. you every day. Mm-hmm. They got nice food, nice peeps. Yeah, they're gonna cut your hair like you asked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, yeah, a big reason why she's not been angry and stuff. But, you know, good for her. She's up there. We might go see her. Yep. If we do, we'll have to film it yep. for the for the Instagrams. Will not catch me getting my kid any sort of doll ever like that. Yeah. No, it might be a Barbie, but not not a... You don't know who could get possessed. You don't know. You're right. You're right. Maybe it's going to be like my, my son's fire truck or something like that. Yeah. Wee-woo. Wee-woo. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we woo more like we boo. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep it rolling because we've still got a lot to get through. And yeah. we are moving on to our next story, our final one before the break, if you're Ooh. looking out for that. This one's like the spoopiest, like creepiest visual that I think we've had. Yes. I, I don't think any other one kind of compares it. Like, yeah, maybe the one later on, but like this one is like what I've got the stats on. Okay, this one's like horror. Yeah, this is something like I I feel like I didn't know until I got here, and then I got here and I was like, okay, you ain't gonna catch me anywhere else. Like I ain't gonna I, I ain't gonna ride the train no more because Teke Teke is gonna get you. Mm-hmm. That's what it's gonna be. She she is scary. Several different versions of this story. I think you're going to cover one of them and I'll cover another one. Mm -hmm. This one says, it's the ghost of a schoolgirl who accidentally fell onto a railway track and she couldn't get up in time before the train came passing by and it sliced her in half. Uh. So it was completely accidental. She was just trying to cross the train, like train tracks while the arms were coming down. And she just, I'm assuming she smacked her head off of like the... The, the arm didn't see mm-hmm. it and then like fell over on a thing and then just couldn't get up in time. Um, but the train ended up slicing her in half and she's considered an onryo, mm-hmm. which is like a vengeful spirit. So I'm happy you wrote this down because I also wrote this down too. It's, it's a certain kind of yurei that is just like massively vengeful, vengeful, super, super dangerous, not something you want to play with and is like known to like rip people to shreds very 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 evil spirit known for killing and injuring its enemies and then wants like just cause harm to the entire living world and even causing natural disasters to exact vengeance to readdress the wrongs it's received while alive then taking the spirits from their dying bodies basically she lurks around like urban areas and like around the train stations at night and stuff i heard some some talks about her like being in schools and bathrooms i don't quite believe that one so much it just makes sense for her to be around a train station or like urban areas like alleyways and things Mm -hmm. like that on the streets always outside she's not she's normally always outside doing something um and she's no longer got her lower half that's it. Like, she's, like, just the upper body from, mm-hmm. like, the, like, hips up. And yeah. how she gets around is she, like, walks on her hands. Yeah, and elbows. And, the, like, the sound of her walking on her hands is where she gets her name. Yeah. Teke, It's, like, teke, 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 Yeah. Of her, like, nails, like, scratching on the ground. And her from her scratching on the ground and everything, like, her nails sharpen themselves. And she basically goes up to her victims and she slices them in half at the torso and, like, tries to take their legs and stuff like that. Sometimes she's even known to, like, have a sickle on her, which from yeah, what I saw. To so, help her with the slicing. But I don't know where she's... She's got no pockets. she got no pants. Oh, you're right. So where she keep that sickle? shirt pocket. I mean, a lot of girls Backpack. keep their stuff in, like, in the boobs. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how y'all do it, but y'all are, like, Boob just... Scythe. Like, you're just, like, shoving all... Like, y'all pull out your whole purse. Mm-hmm. Why her boobs are so big? They're full of secrets. Take it, take it. The sound of her of her hands are, are the take it, take it, but her sounds of her other things are making. What would what, what would the words be of her? Titty slaps. Tata tatas. Yes, the tata tatas. Tata tatas. Oh no! You see, we're gonna get got by this thing because we're out here just making fun. The boogaloos. The boogaloos. Oh my god! I'm so scared that we're gonna get got by her. Not us. And anyways, so according to yokai.com, which has become very in handy, I would highly recommend checking out their mm-hmm. website because uh, they have a lot of information. Um, yeah, but this is all from them. So, you know, kind of credit and shout out to them for this little bit that I'm going to say. But Teke Teke was allegedly, you know, obviously with all the urban legend situations, there's so many variations. But the most common ones, according to the site, 
point towards a woman from Hokkaido named Kashima Reiko. So, Mm. allegedly, years after World War II, an office worker in Hokkaido was assaulted and raped by American military personnel. Not okay. Not okay. That night, she leaped off of a bridge onto the railroad tracks and was hit by an oncoming train. You know, she was just trying to run off after this incident. And the impact was so forceful that her body was torn in half at the waist and the severe cold of the Hokkaido night, which is the farthest north in Japan, caused her blood vessels to contract and prevented her from bleeding out super quickly. So, like, yeah, that's Like, she's cut in half. Right, so she's cut in half, but because, like, the cold, like, made the blood vessels go... She's just, like, dripping dripping blood. She's not pouring out blood. And so she's very conscious right now, right? Right, and she squirmed and wiggled about, like, just trying to get some help for several minutes and crawled down to the train station, like, lights, and was seen by an attendant. But the attendant, instead of trying to help her, just covered her with a tarp, and just, she just ended up dying. Which sounds like a very Japanese thing to do. I feel like they're, like, Let's just kick not that trying to get rug. involved, though. Not trying to get involved. The thing is, like, how do you help that, though? You're like, oh, yeah, you know, I see a lot of people just cut in half on my day. This is what you do to save yourself. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, people do live from that kind of injury, but, like, it doesn't say she was sliced by the train tracks. It said, like... She was hit by the train so hard that she just ripped in half. Right. So it wasn't a clean cut. This was this was this was gross, and there was no. She was mutilated most likely, and she was yeah. just not awful. good. No, no. So no. they just said, "Okay, good night." Tucked her in, and yeah. she she died under the tarp. Like yeah. I'm assuming a couple minutes later. And according to legend, three days after hearing the story, ooh boo, mm. beware, listeners, you will see the ghost of a woman with no lower half. The ghost is that of the woman that was hit, obviously, and it'll try to catch you and escape is impossible, allegedly even in a car. Yeah, yeah, she that's where my stats come from. Apparently, she can run on her hands as fast 150 kilometers an hour. No. Which is 93 miles an hour. I rebuke this. Like most people don't even drive that fast on a 65 highway, you know? Right. Like that that's a stat. Like someone like <laughs> Someone's like, you know what? I, I had the speedometer out when it was she, when she was running. I saw her. <laughs> they were like I had Chuck run. There. I said, hey, go get Chuck. He's got legs. And she chased him. And I pointed it at her and said, you know, 150 kilometers. Got her. Clocked it. That's how they got it. Well, if she's running that fast on her hands, girl, she could have gotten the Paralympics instead of killing people. She's got strength. Mr. Opportunity she, this past season, yeah, my I mean, God. It, wasn't, it was Tokyo, wasn't it? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, was she there? Corona, though. She didn't get a shot. Mm, that's true. Probably. Mm. I don't know. She, she well, got, she's, she's just, got an she arm. Could, she could have gotten it. She could be using her talents for the Paralympics. Anyways, Truth. some say that the ghost is still searching for her legs, you know, just mm-hmm. looking for her because I would look for them too. Like, that sucks. Like, I grew them myself. Fuck. Like, I want them mm-hmm. back. And others say that she's angry for at humanity for not helping her while she was dying, not showing her a lot of compassion. Like, they didn't even, like, try. Like, she just died and then later on, like... Truth. Authorities yeah. came, you know, like ages later. And As they do, you know, like yeah. with the solders. Just to out here taking, taking like hours. seven hours and be like, yeah, I'll get there. Literally, we could name so many things that we could do in seven hours. Like literally anything. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I could eat so many bowls of cereal. Right. Also, congratulations on your legs. You grew them on your own. Yeah, I do. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I mean, with some help, but like <laughs> they're mostly mine. Um, and yeah, so, miracle grow. Yeah, basically, she was out there just trying to get her revenge because how rude, you know? Yeah, that's rude. That is rude. And if she ever catches you, if she catches you with her fast arms, she will tear you in half and steal the lower half of your body for herself. I mean, she can't really wear it anymore, but like, it's giving, what's the movie, Onward? 
It's yeah. giving onward. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, a little bit. Well, what's like, like you, like uh, hmm, like when a murderer like murders somebody. You know, like they do when that's, a murderer that's, murders. That's when someone, you know, like murderers do. They murder mm-hmm. people right. and they like just kind of like caress the dead body because that's like they want the, they want something dead. They don't want like well, it's like the, they like to keep like the trophies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kind of cuddle up with it. I assume that's what she does. She's like she's like holding it. She's like maybe like a little bit. Yeah. But then she's like, oh well, they're like they're, they're, they're too cold. I need new ones. Yeah. She gets bored. Yeah. So shortly after hearing the legend, she will ask you a riddle in a different reiteration. So if you see her. In this version of the story, she's, like, going to come up to you in a dream or in a mysterious phone call. She, again, just out here. Grabs the payphone. Stands yeah. on one arm, reaches up, <laughs> grabs the payphone, gets the quarters out of the pockets she doesn't have, puts them in the payphone, and is like, Hello? Damn, damn, they didn't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try again. The operator's not home. Just like the solders. Yeah. So she somehow makes a phone call. I don't know if she got a phone from like someone else's leg pockets. I don't know where she's She still has a cell phone. She's yeah. like, oh, iPhone 13. Sick. Hell yeah. Bee boo boo bop boo boo bop. Ring ring. Ring ring. Surprise, bitch. It's a hotline bling. Hotline bling. You know, it can only mean one thing. <laughs> Kashima Reiko. Get it. Yeah. But so, she asked you though. But she's out there, you know, just trying to contact you. Conscious or unconscious, and the only way to escape death is to answer her questions the exact right way. And the exact right way isn't even the same way, according to most sources. Like, obviously, like an urban legend does, it changes. Yeah. So, if she asks you, Do you need your legs? you have to reply, Yeah, I need them right now. Cause, like, most of the time, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna I'm need your legs. Them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry. And then she'll ask you afterwards, like, Who told you my story? And you have to say, Kashimareko. And the kanji in this name are kind of symbolic. The ka is mask, she is death, ma as in demon, re as in ghost, and ko as in accident. So all together, it's kashimareko, which is like this Mm. weird, like, anagram situation of like different (laughs) spooky words. And if you answer her riddles without mistake, she will probably let you live. Probably. Probably. Unconfirmed. I'm going for it. Mm. But that is the story of Teke Teke as far as I have. And that was all according to yokai.com. But in pop culture, she was brought to the silver screen again by Koji Sirashi. We just mentioned him a couple slides ago. He is a famous horror director mm-hmm. in Japan. And he made a movie in 2009 with the same name. And, you know, obviously scary AF. Like, they yeah, got the I've seen, I've seen stuff. Oh, yeah, there's I, a trailer. I love the ring. It was not it. I love the, the ring stuff, but the Teke Teke movie and some mm-hmm. of the stuff that you see from, like, I've seen clips. Yeah. Very, very creepy. Yeah, and in the film, a young woman named Kana encounters the Teke Teke after her friend, after, like, one of her friends just gets taken by her, and she was like, oh my god. And the movie does not have great ratings, and apparently just takes, like, just be stealing from the ring as far <laughs> as, like, plot and stuff. But, you know, it's tired. But what movie, like, hasn't stolen from another movie in horror? Truth. There's not very many, like, greats in horror movies. I feel like it's always kind of the same recycled tropes, but the movie is there. There's also a first-person horror indie game situation that you can purchase on Steam for, like, 500 yen. And it has mixed reviews again. Not great, but people did try to make it into, like, this kind of, like, puzzle and, like, mystery game where, like, you're Mm. trying to run away from her, and if you don't... Kind of like Slenderman. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should try it. I'll play it on stream or something if y'all want me to. Yeah. I do that stuff. He do, he does do that I do, stuff. I do the damn thing. He does the do. But yeah, it's like only 500 yen on mm. Steam. So if you want to take a sh- take a crack at it. Anyways, that was the story of the Teke Teke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've always thought Teke Teke sounded more like the train. 
Oh yeah, like like, with, like why would you like, say that? That is so scary. Is that, doesn't yeah, that, that is sound so like scary. it though? Like yeah. no, when you're at the train station, instead of listening to Bitch, the moaning seals, they hear you hear that. Like, oh my god! No, I have to go on this train every day. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> this is so scary. Okay, well, we're gonna take a break because I need to emotionally and mentally prepare myself for the rest of my life in Japan while trying not to die. So we'll see you guys in a couple seconds. And I'm gonna be here trying to make it as hard as possible for her to do so. Shut up. Got legs? Yes. Can I have them? No, I need them. Okay. Okay. 21. Bye. <laughs> so, we're back. Uh, I hope you didn't go too far. Um, we just given you a little bit of a reminder that we talked about tech it, tech it earlier. Two seconds um, ago. Yeah, literally for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> a few minutes for us. Um, but, you know, this next one is probably the most terrifying, most scary ghost that we have on the list. <gasps> what is it? The curse of Colonel Sanders. Ah! Oh. oh, yeah. God. No, I was joking about the, the actual like actual scariness of this oh. curse. This is one I found, and it's something I actually heard of when I got here. It's a pretty silly thing that I think they like to talk about, uh, like to at least us gaijin. Yeah. Uh, I actually heard it from Josh. Yeah, because we and... can apparently relate to Colonel Sanders as <laughs> Americans. That's just something that we identify with. And when I'm, we we're talking about Colonel Sanders, yes, we're talking about KFC's Colonel, Colonel Sanders. Sanders, the Colonel of Chicken himself. Also, it... wait, side note. I know that we weren't going to do more side notes. But <laughs> I just want to know why Colonel is spelled Colonel. You know, as someone who didn't learn English as their first language, it took me an embarrassing amount of years to figure out that Colonel and Colonel just were not, it just... America explained. Yeah, it was a lot for me. And when I finally realized, I think at like 15, that like Colonel and was spelled like that. Yeah, it was very eye-opening. I learned how to say Colonel through Clue. Oh. But it wasn't because... That was spelled the right way, or spelled not even. It's spelled this way, C O L O N E L. But like, I, my dad was just like, I was trying to be like, call, 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 and he's like, no, no, Colonel, Colonel, Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Just call him Colonel Mustard, which is mustard. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. We're going with Colonel Mustard then. And now, since then, Colonel Mustard has been like my guy I go to every time. Do not make me pick Peacock. Do not make me go Miss White. Mrs. White. Sorry, she got married. Um, I will go Mustard every time. But. The origins of this story are quite interesting, to say the least. It is actually a baseball myth. This is a baseball curse. Um, and I'm a, quite a baseball fanatic myself. I am a Pittsburgh Pirates fan from back home. And Come when on, I got here to Japan, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a, like, where do we live? We live here in Chiba. Okay, well, who's, oh, Chiba Lote Marines. Cool, that's going to be the team I'm going to support. That's literally mm -hmm. how I picked it. But it's an apparent curse placed on the Japanese baseball team, not the Marines, but the Hanshin Tigers. Uh, after okay. a 21-year losing streak, the Tigers in 1985 triumphed over the Swallows. I think for the championship, they finally took the pennant and they were like, oh my goodness, there we go. We finally <laughs> broke the losing streak. This is amazing. It's a magical win where the, pan like the fans ended up throwing crazy fits of joy. They went into hysteria. They were just going nuts. They were ready. They were so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, so lit. Um, and actually a group of fans um, that goes to the game quite regularly, they, they go to these games all the time. They're huge fans of the Tigers. They would dress up up 
and like cosplay each player of the Tigers, one uh-huh. representing each player of the Tigers. And uh, after they won, they're like, you know what? Here we go. We're going to jump into the river. We're going to jump into the uh, Dotambori Canal. It's in Osaka, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like nasty. Oh, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. brown. It's sludgy. It's gross. It's not cute. Uh, and basically, like, let's jump in. And so, like, oh, one by one, they're, like, calling out the names of the players. Like, this guy. And they're like, yeet. And this guy. Wow. And then they're like, all right, now, Randy Bass. Let's go. Come on, Randy. And then they're like, wait. Randy's from America. He's a white guy. Nobody dressed up as him. We don't got a white guy. that We don't have a doppelganger for him. Uh, he was the star first baseman for them, and he played. He did a really, really good job for them. He's actually heavily well known out here for being a really, really good baseball player. Eh, good baseball player. And they, they just they're like, we don't got a white guy in our group. So uh, what they ended up doing is they ran oh to the nearest KFC they could find. <laughs> they went to the nearest white man available. <laughs> and they outside the KFCs here, it's quite common to have a statue of Colonel Sanders out front. Mm-hmm. And after, like, apparently, like, fighting, like, fist fighting, like, people trying to, like, get Colonel Sanders out, they, they finally won the battle, they won the, the fight, were able to, like, take him away from this KFC, that was a heavy resistance, and they dragged him to the canal, and after a count of three, hucked him into the river, and that's where the curse kind of starts to form. It's like the Boston Tea Party, they're just throwing stuff over the edge. Instead of tea bags, it was chicken. Bok, bok. Bok, bok. And ever since then, they believe the 18-year curse on the Hanshin Baseball Club began. Uh, Basically, some of the things that started happening after this is that in 1986, the year after... um, Big hitter Masayuki uh, Kakefu, he, uh, he was playing in 663 games in a row. That's what an Iron Man streak is. He had 663 oh games in a row he had played. He got hit by a pitch ending that streak, which the fans were like, <gasps> oh no. And then ace pitcher that same year, uh, Chikafusa Ikeda, he ended up breaking his heel. Which Damn. That does not sound fun. No. Of all things to break, heels... No, anything no. on the foot. Way too close to the Achilles. Like, if nope. you want to make me yeah. shiver, severing an Achilles, that's the that's gonna make me do it. Um, then 1987, the season uh, was the worst winning record ever for the Tigers. <laughs> their their record was uh, 331. Um, which, if you guys don't know baseball terms, basically, uh, if you're winning like at, like a, a 500, mm-hmm. that means you've won like half your games. So these guys were like out of every four games, basically winning one. If that, every yeah. four games um maybe two uh and then randy bass the guy who was meant to be represented by colonel sanders was dismissed in the middle of a season um the 1988 season for taking an extended leave to america his kid was sick so oh. he, he stayed <laughs> That's so he, sad he stayed home um to take care of them and they're like you know what you out and so they dismissed him and so basically all these things were happening so close to each other that people were like oh my goodness a curse this is a curse so the tv series night scoop here in japan which is still going on um they tried to recover uh the the statue in 98 uh and they basically were like you know what until colonel sanders is rescued and cleansed of the sludge henshin has no hopes of winning the championship and basically from that on they were like there's a curse 
obviously yeah. related Went to the girls. It just like blew up from there and no one had any idea of what to do to, to fix it. Um, basically, they thought that maybe taking him out of the river and cleaning him up would help. It didn't. Uh, later on, years, years later, they ended up finding more pieces and kind of trying to glue it back together. But when they tried to get it back to the where it was at the KFC, the KFC had been like picked up and left. Like it was already gone. Like the, mm. the location never, didn't exist anymore. But finally... In 2003, that's so long. 18 years later, they won the pennant and quote unquote broke the curse. I don't know about how many times they won it since, but that was uh, that was them thinking they broke the curse. And basically, up until that point, they were at the bottom of the leaderboards. Like they maybe a couple slots up, but they were like doing horribly the entire time through their season. So um, scooting by. Literally, there's not really any pop culture for this other than the fact that it was just in the news all the time. It was always on people's minds, uh, baseball fans and everything, and just thinking and talking about it, and it just kind of happened. I don't think there's a movie about the curse of Colonel Sanders. But, there should be. Uh, hey, who knows? Who's going to play him? Who? Oh, my God. You know there's a Colonel Sanders dating simulator? No. Yeah, there is. Not that I played it, but I know that it exists. Is it like Honey Pop? Kind of. Like, you go on the website, and, like, they made, like, a whole thing, and you can, like... You know, it's like the very Japanese like dating games where like you choose your own adventure, like ask you a question, you like choose how to reply. Yeah, it's very that. Okay. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, I wouldn't know, but that's that's what's up then. <laughs> there we fact. go. Pop culture. <laughs> there it is. Maybe there's like a secret ending to the curse of Colonel yeah. Sanders. You have to like go to his like dominatrix basement or something. <laughs> yeah, like end it for everybody. He's but, like, what is funny to me, though, is that, like, they're like, oh, my God, we finally ended this 18-year curse. But, like, right before this happened, they had a 21-year losing streak, right? Yeah, and then they won the pennant and then started losing again. So, like, I just don't think they're that good. <laughs> yeah. I think the issue is that they're just not good. That's why this That's why this is not really, like, do, do we think this is a real curse? No. It's just sometimes, yeah. like, if it, I'm a Pirates fan through and through. The Pirates have the longest losing record out of any sport in the world, from what I've been told. Oh, my God. So, like, I know what it's like to lose. Talk <laughs> like, about a shipwreck. <laughs> <laughs> but I could sh- raise the Jolly Roger because, uh, no, don't do it because we didn't win. No. Um, no. But I do love my Pirates, um, and I'm sure the Already. fans of the Tigers love them, too, and we support them whether they win or lose. But is there a curse? No. But there is plenty of baseball curses out there. We knew the one about the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, for the longest time, they had a losing streak. They would never win the pennant until they ended up doing that wave. Like, oh, how, how many years ago now? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a Cubs fan. I'm not a sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're coming in with the opposite knowledge. You know, I know about the Colonel Sanders dating game. You know about the baseball. And uh, yeah, there we go. That's that's basically all, all there is. It's not a real curse in my book, but a lot of uh, Tigers fans did believe that there was something... Uh, about that statue that was resting at the bottom of the river for so long that had to do with the negative energy and the losing that happened there True. at the stadium. You know, mm-hmm. just got to respect the colonel, I guess. Respect. Put some respect, respect on his name. But yeah, now we're going to move on to one of the more famous ones as well. These are a couple heavy hitters, I think, in like the pop, like, you know what I mean? And like the being well-known world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this one's probably the most well-known, I'd Yeah, say. this one's called Kuchisake Ona. And before anyone gets crazy, Kuchi means mouth in Japanese. I don't want y'all getting weird. Don't be weird. <laughs> don't make it weird. <laughs> but, What's sake yeah. mean? alcohol oh my god slit i'm assuming because ona is like the, the woman part so oh slit 
Anyways, it just translates to the slit mouth woman. Let's not get carried away here. But it is the story of a woman that happens to pass you while you're walking outside. You know, you're just chilling, walking on your way to, you know, wherever, catching your train. And she just passes you and she'll be wearing, she'll be crying and wearing a mask, like a face mask, like Mm -hmm. the ones that everyone has to wear now. Which I feel like before this time was kind of like made it more mysterious, but now it's like everyone is wearing a mask. This is actually really old. So it's taken, it depends on like what time period this was set Mm -hmm. in. Sometimes it was actually, like, not a kabuki yeah. mask. Oh, but... really? Because all of the ones I've heard, it's, like, the... Well, they didn't have, like, surgical masks way back when, when this, like, what I think first originated. But maybe, you know, like, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't a kabuki mask. I thought it was, like, some sort of, like, full mask. But now it's originated to being that surgical yeah, mask. It's, mask. It's pretty canonical that, like, for maybe the past hundred years, it's probably been that, that, that surgical, surgical mask. So that's the one we go with. Right, so she'll be crying, wearing a mask of some sort, and the woman will notice you, stop you, and be like, am I pretty? And then you have to answer, which is kind of awkward, because, like, what if you're not? Like, (laughs) and that's kind of weird. And if you say no, you're like, nah. She kills you just right then and there, knife, scissors, some some sharp, some killable. It's like, it's us. Yeah, literally, very that. And if you say yes, then she takes off her mask, and you're like, okay, striptease. Just kidding, it's not. But once she removes her mask... She'll ask, how about now? And it's literally just like she's Cheshire smile cut, you know, Black Dahlia situation, just like ear to ear uh, slices on her mouth. I think it's a weird, because it's, this is a Japanese myth. The Edinburgh smile, I think is what they call it when you're cut from ear to ear. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different names for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's. It's weird. It's a real creepy. Yeah. So corner of the mouth to the ear cut. Something like that. And. If you say no after she asks you again, she stabs you to death from there. Or she could follow you home and then kills you at your house, which is kind of more disrespectful because, like, rude. Well, actually, no. It might be more respectful if she goes to your house. I mean, I got, like, limited edition, like, Toy Story sheets on my bed. I would rather her not make But me I mean, like, she just, like, leave you home. You know, like, that's nice, you know. Good place to rest, but just me. I guess so. I guess you're yeah. right. Then, like, the middle of the road, like, in front of... Like Yoshinoya or something. Concrete. (laughs) And, but if you say yes, that you think she's pretty, she'll like, oh my God, do you like it? So then she'll slice your mouth or slice, yeah, the person's mouth to look like hers. So Mm -hmm. then you get the Cheshire smile, which is not it. No. And it said the only way to get out of the situation, because it seems like yes or no is not the correct answer, is to either show her indifference about her appearance or to throw hard candy slash money, like a fucking tip. <laughs> you're like, just tipping her, like, yeah. She takes off her mask and she's like, how about now? And you're like, money! Yeah. Take so the yetis, only appropriate reaction is um, stripper etiquette. There mm. you go. And after you do this, and then you run, hopefully it'll be far enough away from her so that she doesn't, you know, got you. Don't get got. Don't get got. Gotta get and got. some other ways to escape are having O-type blood, which how the fuck? I don't even know what blood type I am. That's us. I tried getting my blood taken for the only fact. I hate needles. I did it only so I could figure out what my blood type was. Mm-hmm. And when I like tried looking up what my blood was, because like, they give you like a tracking number to figure out like, they're like, oh yeah, just mm-hmm. search in like two weeks or whatever and you'll, your information will pop up. They're like, when I search it, they're like, oh, sorry, we lost your blood. Uh- I was like, what do you mean? No, lost your blood. Sounds like something a vampire would say. Hmm. You know, it was like one of those one blood trucks that would be like outside, yeah. like CP housing back at Disney. Uh, like when I worked for Disney World as a, as a college student. They no, like, that's that's some shady it, stuff. It was creepy, but I was also like, that's the only reason why I wanted to know. So now I don't you even know. You did this in Florida. Just a random truck took your blood. Florida, 
It parked outside college housing all the time, and you get free movie tickets if you did it. That is so suspicious. I didn't even I go. Don't... I didn't even go watch the Slipmouth Woman movie to want to see. That. I didn't. I didn't do that. Well, that sucks. Anyways, so if she just like smells you out for having O type blood, I guess, or also being beautiful, which I feel like I would get away with. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Me sitting here as I look like a fucking troll right now, <laughs> like fresh out of the shower in my fuzzy sweater. <laughs> Anyways, or you can provide her a question in return and say, am I beautiful? So just throw it right back at her and mm. then you'll just confuse her and then you'll get time to run away. But apparently if you're not beautiful, she'll just kill you. Oh, if you're ugly. If, in her opinion. So you're like, you have to be beautiful. You have to be beautiful to oh, do dang. it. So I'm like, we have like paychecks proving that we are. <laughs> Like we, we like, not that I, that's not a conceited thing. I am flexing. I'm just being like, oh my God, I, I don't look like someone kicked me in the mouth, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not, no one looks at me and cries. Maybe they do, but like, I'm not like, I'm not out there being a model doing some like beautiful stuff. Like I'm, I don't feel like I'm beautiful, but like our jobs are very topical, I would say. So yeah, I guess. But what are we going to do? Pull out a paste, like pull out a paste <laughs> and be like, Hey, you can't kill me. You know what? The mouse said so. The mouse said, but you know, full team. Mm-hmm. So all these things are going to help you get away from the slit mouth woman. Truth. But yeah, tell us where she comes out in some pop culture. Because she's quite famous, I would say. I mean, amongst so many renditions. There's so much out there about her. So if you want to really like find more about her, you can just, I'd say just search it. Because you'll find so much on her. Um, but some of the things we have here are that she makes an appearance in the 1994 Studio Ghibli film, Pompoko. Uh, and two years later, she got her own short film by Teruyoshi Ishii, uh, titled Kuchisake Ona. That's basically her name. Uh, she also was mentioned in the 1998 film The Ring again, Not which was directed. Uh, this one was directed by uh, uh, Hideo Nakata because mm-hmm. I believe there's a Japanese The Ring, and then there's like an English one that was made separately. Right, the Japanese one is just it hit different. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's just different. I am so scared of the ring, but anyways, that's, <laughs> that's why we are on DVDs now. I do not, not even DVDs. Want... We just stream everything now. Yeah. VHS is out the window. It's gone. And with LaserDisc, who that? Yeah. Like no one knows. Uh, best known appearance uh, would probably be for Kuchi Sake Una would be the Koji Shiraishi 2007 film Carved: The Slit Mouth Woman. In the movie, she's not only killing her victims. But she also kidnaps them. Can you kidnap a dead body? We need to see it. Like, is she kidnapping them and then killing them? I'm confused. I believe that she takes them and then kills them. Um, I believe this movie, if I'm not mistaken, is on YouTube. Oh, okay, work. It's something you can find on YouTube. And it's apparently, like, not bad. Actually pretty good for... Yeah, well, it's the same guy. It's the same guy yeah, from yeah, yeah. the other horror movies that we've just referenced. The, this guy just be making movies out of everything. Truth. It's just a little weird. Some of yeah. it's like, apparently, like, there's like a, a teacher in the beginning of it that's just kind of like rude, like sees bullying going on and kind of like joins the bullies and like kind of oh. goes along with them and just is like Ew. bad. And then the mom is like pretty abusive. So it, it's it's a whole it's a whole lot. Um, but there's also a film that followed this movie uh, as two sequels. There were two squeakles to this. Two squeakles. Mm-hmm. The 2008 Carved 2, The Scissor Massacre, and The Slit-Mouthed Woman 0, The Beginning. These names are so corny. They're like Carved and Carved 2 and Hey, if you're going to do beginning. it, just do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Gotta ramp it up on the corn factor there, you know? Mm-hmm. But that is it for her, all of our notes here. But like we said, you could literally just Google the slit mouth woman in Japan and you will find a plethora of different sources and stories about her. But now we are going to move on to, I think, our last subject, yeah? Yeah, and this one's this oh one was fun. God. This is probably the first one that I researched when I first got here. Not even for like this specifically, but I remember sitting in our break room and Nana came up to me and I was like, Nana, do you know about these stories? And she's yeah. like, What do you mean? And uh I was reading them to her and she's like, Oh, I know about these. They are so scary. And I'm like, This is so silly, what do you mean? And she's like, No, they're so scary. Like we were here we'd hear these as yeah. kids. So uh this next one is called Akamanto. Or uh, Aka the Red Coat, or uh, oh, sorry. Aka the Red Coat. <laughs> I'm reading it on the he paper. He said, Red the Red. Oh my god. I'm reading it on the paper. It says, it says Akamanto, Aka the Red Coat, Aka the Red Coat. Oh, Kate. I just realized Akamanto and AKA, AKA. are like the same. <laughs> I was duped. Wait, I sorry, am fooled. my bilingual brain <laughs> does not work the same way as anyone else. It's also Aka, A.K.A. is how is it how is it spelled? And uh, AKA, Aka means red. Um, apparently, it's also owl coat. Blue coat was also yeah. another way of um, saying this, but Akamanto is probably the most popular out of the two of those. Akamanto, A.K.A. A.K.A. the red coat. A.K.A. <laughs> AKA, aka the red, red cape. cape um oh God. basically he's allegedly a handsome man wearing a mask which is weird how would you know he's handsome if he's wearing a mask um they just said. maybe it's like v for vendetta kind of vibes or he's just it's, like, yeah it's giving that it's yeah giving yeah, that. yeah um and then like he's wearing a long red cloak and he'll go up into the woman's bathroom and find an occupied stall he's getting them while they're down um, when they're dropping their do- deuces they're doing the dookie um, and we'll ask the woman inside the stall, red or blue paper. And I'm sitting there holding the white toilet paper like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> There's white paper about to be brown. What color are we talking about? Oh my God. And so basically, right? if you answer red, because you're given the option, he slices you up and covering you in your own blood, making you red. Rude. If you answer blue, what is said to happen is he strangles you until your face turns blue. Oh, that's not any better. No. You die either way. Right. You can also try to outsmart him. It doesn't really work. Uh, you can try to say yellow paper, which in that case, he drowns you in the toilet. Because, you know. Because yellow water. So <laughs> there's there's not really a way of getting out of this. Um, but the only way to really, like, not die from this guy is apparently sometimes he will not kill you if you show indifference if you say no thanks i'm good and like or just be like mm, i i'm doesn't I'm, matter like, it doesn't matter it, it just just being like nah just just don't show any preference and he either will one walk away or i've read in some cases he'll just wait for you till you come out and kill you anyway oh my god that's so mean so it's just like meh like half of these stories are based off choice there's no right answer and the specific right answer that you do answer doesn't even guarantee that you live. Right. So what's 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 the point in knowing just the, just the odds, that the odds are better? Instead of 100%, it's just like maybe some 75% chance that you'll die? Uh, who knows? That's just, hmm. But Akamanto, super creepy guy. Why are you in the girl's bathroom? Why are you yeah. trying to like offer paper to people? 
That's not cool. Not cool, man. Not cool. But he is, again, like we said, one of the more famous stories. Mm -hmm. And he's got quite a repertoire of pop culture appearances. I'm going to start with my favorite one because this is also one of the things that I learned uh, on my own when I moved here to Japan. So when I moved here and I started to learn Japanese, which I'm not good at still, um, I started to learn tongue twisters to get like my pronunciation, to get like my flow Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, as one does. I don't know. I was also bored of learning like how to say apple and like stuff so i was like looking up tongue twisters and there's one that reminds me of this story and i'm pretty sure it's like they're related because it's so fun okay so we're obviously talking about red paper blue paper and yellow paper and in japanese there's a tongue twister and it's akamakigami aomakigami kimakigami and you have to say that like three times fast because makigami means paper like construction paper how interesting yeah and so it's like Akamakigami, aomakigami, kimakigami, aomakigami. Oh, fuck. I just said blue. But, you know, you get the yeah, gist. Yeah, yeah. So you just had to say, like, red paper, blue paper, yellow paper over it, like, just to, like, kind of get it. But it's such a tongue twister. Like, it's, it's one of the harder ones that I know. So if you guys want to figure, try to say that while you're listening to this, I dare you. I dare you to try it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, uh, me? Yeah. Akigami, aogami. What's the other one? <laughs> Akamakigami. What's the, what's the yellow, though? I don't know yellow. Kimakigami. Ki? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ki... Makigami. Makigami. Mm-hmm. So. Akamakigami. Akamakigami. Aogami. Aogami. <laughs> it's, it's because it's like Akagami. Aogami. I think oh, right you're here, reading it. I'm reading something else that's very close to that. <laughs> so it's like Akamakigami. Akagami. I can't even get the words right, so I don't think I could even try to say it fast. Oh my god, yeah. But that's like one of my favorites. And I find Japanese pronunciation rather easy. Right. But that's, it's still very difficult. That's very Yeah, difficult it's to hard say. to get the, yeah, to get all those, like, different syllables out at the same time. Akamakigami, aomakigami, kimakigami. Next I have to, like, take a breath between everyone because it's so, it's wild. Next time you work with uh, someone who's Japanese speaking, ask them to do, um, like, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. I don't even know that one. Peter no. Peter Piper, Piper pick... picked a peck of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers yeah you're trying to okay. say that three times fast right i never like or i mean sally I learned sells them seashells up. by the seashore sally like, sells she- sally sells seashells by the seashore that, yeah. like hearing them try to say those it's so yeah. funny it's so wild so yeah i've funny. tried to like teach them like different uh ones like i think the one in spanish there's like a mountain a mountain called parangari kutirimikuaro and it's just like one word just trying to say a hard word. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's just one that. word. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it all the way correctly, but my Spanish speakers will know if you all listening. Anyways, let's move on. We got a lot to cover still. Yep, 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 yep. But anyways, akagami aogami, which is like I think a play on the word or like yeah, a play on the words that we just said. It's mm. kind of like the shortened version of them because akagami and aogami is like the paper. Um and it appears as the monster of the week uh, in the second episode of the anime series Ghost Stories, which is super famous. A lot of like legends and myths and stuff that we will cover in the future are covered in ghost stories. It's a really great anime. If you guys have not been, I have watched. I have watched a lot. I've only seen a few episodes. One. Yeah, but it's it's quite cool. And in the two thousand and three video game Castlevania, uh, Aria of Sorrow, isn't Castlevania also like an anime? Castlevania was uh, Netflix took it and made an anime. It's very very good, very gory. But if you guys like it, it's really mm-hmm. really cool based off the video game series. Yeah, and. Um, yeah. There's like an enemy in it called Killer Mantle, and he's apparently based on this legend, the mm-hmm. Akamanto. And 
in Scream Queens, if you guys watch Scream Queens, is so bad. I only watched like one episode of it and I was like, this is the worst thing I have ever laid eyes on. But you know what? Miley, our producer, is saying that it's great. Whatever. <laughs> you, you are allowed I, to feel how you feel. I maybe heard of the name of Scream Queens like yeah. twice in my life, so I've had no idea. But yeah, apparently uh, Niecy Nash's character, Denise Hemphill? Hemphill? I, anyways, I don't know. I didn't watch all of it. Explains the legend of the Red Cloak to the Kappa girls during like a fireside storytelling session, which is kind of random that she would just like bring this up. Um, but it was said, it was scripted. And yeah, so that's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah, in a 2019 video game as well called World of Horror developed by Panstals, uh, the game makes a reference to many horror creatures from a wide variety of sources from Japanese mythology all the way to Lovecraftian mythos. They've just got creatures left and right. One of uh, the quest lines that you go down involves dealing with a toilet ghost that gives you colored paper and kills you on differing manners based on your choice. But you can survive just like we said if you just show indifference. So that's pretty cool. It's just a straight rip from the from actual lore. Itself. And it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't try to play with it at all. Yeah, which is really cool. I think that it does that. And I would actually want to play World of War just to see like what kind of stuff you could face. But I haven't played that. Uh, and also in 2019, uh, a video game just straight up called Akamanto was published and developed by Chilla's Art, and it is an indie game, which I think you brought up. Yeah, I was watching it. Uh, I actually watched a, a streamer, YouTuber guy. I think his name is Corey Kenshin, which is actually funny because he spells his name the same way I do, which is the correct way. Um, but I believe that's his name. Uh, I just started watching him, and he actually played this, and it's pretty spoopy. I would, I, I would not want to play it because it just stressed me out. <laughs> right. Um, I think it's also different for us because we're in Japan and I feel like we're more... Um, we're, we're related. We're adjacent to well, it. Well, yeah, we're in it. So it'd be a little crazy. But if any of this is sounding familiar, you guys have probably all watched or heard of the 2021 worldwide phenomenon called Squid Game, the South Korean drama where, you know, they got all recruited. And if you're thinking that this sounds a little familiar to the story, you are right. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, the really, really hot guy, <laughs> I don't know, I forgot his name. <laughs> the guy with the briefcase? Yeah, the guy with yeah. the briefcase. He um, ends up playing like this, he's like red or blue to play like that, like Dakji, I think it's pronounced. I'm could totally be butchering this. My Korean is not good at all. Dakji. The little game where like you throw the paper on the ground and he like flips it for cash. But it's very, you know, reminiscent of this Akamanto character. And the director confirmed that in an interview that this choice that the player had was based on the Akamanto legend. Because no matter what color paper that the main character picked, it was going to end in the invitation to the Squid Game anyway. So, so cool. It was so really cool. cool that this kind of came full circle into like one of the biggest trends currently. Full crap circle. Crap circle time. Let's go. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I love finding the pop culture references like these. Like this is the reason yeah. why. Yeah. And so relevant. Well, like so recent ones too. Uh -huh. So yeah. cool. So cool. So fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. But that's all we have for you guys. We're leaving you at the Akamanto, the legend of the red cloak. Yeah. Which is a lot. And yeah. if you guys want to hear more of them, like, we, there's plenty of Japanese there's so ones, many. So. We had to cut it down to, like, these few that we covered today. Yeah, we can go over more later on, but just let us know. Like, some message, like tweet at us and let us know and do the things. Mm -hmm. And because these are very close to home, I'm sure that later on we'll probably be seeing some of them, like the doll, or like something else in our lives here in Japan. I should do Akamato for Halloween. Oh, that would be cool. You just walk around like, red or blue. <laughs> you want red or blue? Yeah. <laughs> 
I didn't have red or blue drink, and they're like red and oh I drink. Oh my god, it. do you think that in the Matrix? A red or blue pill? <gasps> because the choice yeah, of the, the red choice. or blue pill? Ew. Oh my god, wait, breakthrough. I'm just now, I'm just now. Morpheus as Akamoto. Yes! Ah, wait, that's kind of cool. We should, oh, and I the need new to look Morpheus, that up. The new movie's coming out yes. soon. Blah! Okay. Wow. We need to deep dive on that because I need to know if this is like kind of related. Because it, I mean, obviously, like red and blue is kind of like a theme everywhere, but that it's like a choice. It's like a thing because no matter what they choose, it was like the the illusion of choice. I yeah, guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Ooh, spooky. Love burrito. <laughs> but yeah, that has been our episode. Mm. It's been a good time. But urban legends are a part of you know every single culture that we come across, whether it be our home cultures or the cultures that we have been transplanted to. But learning of these chilling stories have recently lurked in the corner of all of our thoughts during our time living here in Japan. And I know that we're always hoping while we're stuck waiting for that last train well past midnight that we don't come face to face with any of these creatures. Tick, tick, tick. I've been transplanted here? Yeah. I'm like a lung? Yeah. Oh. I say more like a, like an appendix. You don't want to get it. Like, do we, can you, can you get that as an, as a, as a transplant? No, but like <laughs> <laughs> they don't need an appendix. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, if we've been removed. Yeah, exactly. Thrown into the, thrown the, in the bin of Japan. Yes. But this has been Crop Circles Podcast. Tell them where to, where to find us. Oh, you can find Ash over at Ash Cassie. You can find me over at CFAL22. And you can find Miley over at Miley.Campania. And we are also on Instagram and Twitter at Crop Circles Pod. So you can follow the podcast on all of our journeys. We will post um, some photos and some relevant things when this episode drops. So you can see kind of what we're talking about. Get a visual right? <laughs> and we'll also have a comment section open there so you guys can tell us literally whatever you want. But that has been this week's episode and I hope you guys don't get too spooked. But yeah, we'll see you guys next time.